0: Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post game show podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app, use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Well, Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Delmendo, hopefully Ryan Herrera before the end of the podcast. Homestand ends with a wah wah wah. That's one way to put it. First of all, a four and five homestand is not good enough. Period. I don't care who yeah. you're playing. Four and five is not good enough at home. Yeah. Um. It would have been nice to sweep the Rays. You would have felt positive leaving town after the lowest of the low of being swept by the Reds. But letting this one slip away not once, but twice, and having Justin Steele leave with a potential injury. Yeah. This one- Boy, do they need – how many times am I going to say that this Throughout the year, boy, do they need an off day tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one sucks, dude. Like, and honestly, they have no one to blame but themselves. Like, <sighs> yeah, like, I thought Ian Happ get, getting run, rung up on strikes in the eighth inning was bullshit because, you know, it was a ball. It was a borderline pitch, but it was a ball. Um, but at the same time, you know, they had opportunities to tack on, especially in the later innings. Um, and then the ninth inning you're gifted whenever wisdom hits the ground ball to third, the guy makes a bad throw to second base. Like the, they were they gifted. They gave you that. life. Gave you life. They they were gifted and they couldn't get it done. Uh, yeah, man. I don't I don't really have much to say about a lot of about how the game ended under than like the Rays literally tried to give you the game and you didn't take advantage. You know, i they could have Boni could have walked in his at bat. Um, instead, he swings at the high fastball, something that he has struggled with. And then uh, Gomes, I mean, he he had a three zero count, and he uh, <laughs> swings at a three one ball. And then even the three two pitch that he actually hit pretty well uh, out to out to left. It was a I ball. Said to him. I said I would have. It's a there. tough. It's a tough pitch to take or whatever. Yeah. But still, like. They had the opportunity to tie the game. Now, that is what it is. Uh, it just sucks. Like they, I, There's no one to blame really but themselves. While the umpire was inconsistent today, I would agree, they had, they had their opportunities. And the way they started the game, it felt like they were going to roll and sweep the series with the way the game started, scoring two runs in the f- first inning. Justin Steele looked really good. Um then even whenever he came out and Wozneski came in, things looked good. But then
0: (laughs) the bullpen again. Let's let's get to that. So we obviously are going to talk about the injury to Justin Steele. We'll talk about the lack of clutch hitting that the Cubs have struggled with. I know there are people in the chat, and I can't say we didn't kind of look and say the same thing. What did you think? of Wisniewski coming out when the only hit he had given up was really should have been an error on Dansby Swanson. Yeah. Uh, And and he comes out and Leiter, who has been fantastic Mm -hmm. against left-handed hitters, gives up a home run.
1: In hindsight, I can't blame David Ross for that. Also, though, this can also be true. Sometimes you don't always have to roll with like the analytic the analytics or
0: like the you know the numbers or whatever It is easier for me to say that now, right of course, but like to me to me it's one it of was those a matchup
1: to me it's one of those feel things right like Yes, Leiter has dominated lefties, and Hayden Wisniewski has not been very good against lefties.
0: Also, I don't know how many— No, it was like—would uh, you say like 200 points different in batting average or something like that? Like— uh, it, it, it was a significant—
1: Lefties, lefties are hitting—coming into today, lefties were hitting three twenty five with an on-base of three sixty six and slugging six sixty two against Hayden Wisniewski this season. And Leiter— has we, been... Uh, he's been lights out against <laughs> lefties. lefties. Now, again... So I, I, the, I get the numbers, but... The numbers say that bringing in lighter there makes sense. Now, the other point that I'm saying, though, is... Sometimes, it's okay to let that go because Hayden Wisniewski didn't look like a guy who was giving up a ton of hard contact or anything like that today. At the same time, I don't know if he had a pitch count, like... He came out of the bullpen, wasn't expecting to, to pitch. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of like in an emergency situation. Right. So, I don't know how many pitches he was, was going to get, right? He had like 59 or 60. So, that's another thing that, you know, maybe Ryan can ask David Ross about. I don't know. All, all I know is that, analytically, it was the right move to go to Lighter, But also, at the same time, sometimes... I think certain guys, or depending on what things look like, it's okay to give that guy that opportunity. Because, one, we believe in Hayden Wesneski to be a starter in this rotation one day. Like, a consistent one that, you know, top three, top four of your rotation yeah. guy. That's a guy that we believe in. And a guy that looked good today, right? So, again, I'm not blaming David Ross for even taking Wesneski out. I will criticize David Ross for the next inning when I think it was a walk. Lighter walked a guy right before giving up the the other two run homer. Yeah, the fact that David Ross didn't go to someone else after that walk, that's something that's more that deserves more criticism than taking Weiznisky out, in my opinion. Because again, like. The, anal- the, the analytics, the numbers say, it's not even like major analytics, like Leiter Jr. has held lefties well under 200, uh, well under a 200 batting average this year. He's been great. He's been the best, most consistent bullpen arm for the Cubs this year. It made sense to go to him there. Yeah. But at the same time, like, like I've already said, Wesneski looked really good. I think he deserved a little bit more of a leash, but that's a tough decision, and so – I think if you're going to be mad at David Ross about any bullpen moves today it's probably not mo- like not removing Lighter earlier as in starting with someone else in the 8th inning instead of this you know instead of him coming in for Wesneski.
0: Yeah, Rick Dehaus says the analytics were there to put Lighter in to strikeout lefties. It was just a good hit. <clears throat> I would say I I do actually agree with Vanilla Chill who said earlier In the moment, what went through my head, not second-guessing him, in the moment, what I thought of was, man, he's dealing. Yeah, I'd leave him in there. Yeah. We both said Remember, like, right before he came out,
1: we were both sitting on the couch. And we were were both thinking, like, maybe he can go, like, maybe
0: he can go, like, the the rest of the game because he was pitching that well. Yeah. You know know what what I mean? You know what's funny is this is exactly the type of moment that, Joe Madden talks about now while he's looking for a job to try and get another job as manager. He's saying don't just shove the numbers down my throat. Somebody's got to know the base, got to know the feel mm. of the guys in the game. Yeah. And I'm not saying right or wrong in this decision because I know Lighter has been great in those situations and Wisneski was not great. So this this heavily analytically said do it. Yeah. Um and And for that matter, we know that Joe made some of those decisions. If you want to nitpick Game Seven, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, this is everybody's wrong every once in a while. This, this is this turned out to be wrong.
1: wrong. The the irony that they did this against the Rays. Remember the Rays in the World Series against the Dodgers? Yeah. And they took and Kevin Cash took out Blake Snell Mm -hmm. whenever he did, and he was dealing that game. Yep. This is almost like obviously not the World Series, not a playoff game. Hell, it's not even the Cubs starter. It's a guy who came in to eat innings because Justin Steele left the game because of injury. But it's kind of the same situation in terms of Kevin Cash went with the analytics, the numbers, what they say in that situation, instead of going with the feel of the game, which was Blake Snell was shoving in that game, and it cost them. They end up losing the World Series because of that. Yeah. Right? So, like, Did it cost the Cubs today? I think it's fair to argue that it did. I don't blame fans for being mad about it. But I also don't necessarily blame David Ross for that move being the reason they lost the game. If I blame David Ross for anything, it's not taking Leiter out earlier. More so than that. Because all that two-run homer did was tie it. It's not like it lost the Cubs the game. What lost the Cubs the game was the next two-run homer that Leiter gave up.
0: Right. Yeah, so I mean, there I, were still plenty of chances. And I, right. I saw that Gerard and Robbie say they agree with me, which I appreciate. And Robbie actually I says everybody's you. wrong that doesn't agree with me. Yeah. So that that will also be factual after yeah. the game. Um, it's it's a tough call. I, I agree with you, Cody. I just think there were multiple – listen, the two two-run two, two homers to give up the lead twice. Brutal. What a kick in the gonads. But. Yeah. They still had multiple chances in the eighth and ninth. You you look at that offense in the eighth inning, and they had a they had the runner ready to tie it up. Strikeout, strike out, strike out. Three guys struck out. Yeah. Right? It was uh, Morrell, Swanson, and Hap. Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Then in the ninth, you're trying to, Master Boney, strikeout. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, as far as the Gomes at bat, and I'm not blaming the game on Gomes either, I said while we are all sitting around the couch watching it, after it went 3-0 and he had done that the previous at bat, professional major league hitter, probably not going to do it. I just sat there with the bat on my shoulder. Yeah. You show me you can throw the ball over the plate three straight times. That first one was a debatable call. Then he swung at one that probably would have been a ball. I think it would have been. And so... Listen, I I don't know. they Somebody asked in the chat, if Steele doesn't come out of the game, do they win the game? I don't know. how much better could Wisniewski have done coming in? Guy yeah. gave up basically no hits. Right. They had the ol- They virtually had a combined no-hitter going. Yeah. If they, they changed the Swanson ruling. They, you can argue
1: that if Steele is able to if he doesn't get hurt or whatever. Then they wouldn't have had to use the bullpen they w- the way they did, and perhaps that leads them to a win. But that it, he came out way too early for it to really decide if they won the if he was the reason they lost the game or won the game, whatever.
0: That's just tough, man. What's I, up, chat? You feeling feeling worse by the second about it? The game. I, I now I, the more I think about a four and five homestand. <laughs> This loss, honestly, wouldn't
1: hurt as bad if they had just won one or two games against the Reds.
0: Could you at least win two against the Reds? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, no, that's – I mean, obviously, they should have played better against the Reds. But, like, that's that's what happens when you don't – like, these losses feel almost worse whenever you don't beat the teams that you should beat. Even though the Reds, you know, they just played really well this weekend.
0: Uh, and Craig, no doubt that Hap did strike out on what was a bad call. I agree. I'd like to see robot umps. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would say is it was, it was, it was a ball. It was borderline, but it was yeah. pretty close with two strikes. Yeah,
1: I think both the things can be true that it was a ball, but also Hap's got to be better at protecting like. I tweeted from our account when he got the RBI single in the first inning today that he's hitting 222 with runners in scoring position this year and like 60 some at bats. He's so in 65 different plate appearances, um, yeah, not not at bats, 65 plate appearances or so. He's hitting 220. He was hitting 222 with runners in scoring position coming this game. And listen, I'm not saying Ian Happ has been is, is bad. I'm not saying that he, uh, you know, that, that the Cubs made a mistake. i would I'm not say that at all. He's, he's – overall, he's been pretty good for them all season. But in these situations this year, he has not been good.
0: So Just Jed simple said, as that. Jed said in the uh, broadcast, yeah. critical times for hits for whatever reason, yep. they haven't done it. I don't know if that's a luck thing. I don't know if they've got to find a way for guys to have a different mindset in that situation. Um, yes, again – Definitely a ball that was thrown to Hap. Shouldn't have been strike three. But the umpire was calling that crappy strike zone the entire game. Right? Like, he was – we saw the next half inning, he gave one to the Cubs, and it was like, okay, that was not a strike. Yeah. So, you also have to be mindful of what this guy's been calling all game, and he was generous with his strike zone in this game. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just – Four strikeouts in two innings with the tying run at third base. Yep.
1: The Swanson strikeout in the eighth was brutal. Um.
0: Hey, the positive in the game, was Nesky.
1: Yeah, he was definitely the most positive thing. I, I also, you know, the beginning of the game was great. They, it was. They were stealing bases. Three or four <laughs> in the game. I believe they stole three. Master Boney had one. Thrown out twice. Horner had one, and I believe... Hap had one. I think that, and they tried. Make they sure tried that. five
0: or six times. They either at three or four.
1: Yeah, Horner, Hap, and Boney all had stolen stolen bases today. And then they were thrown out a few times too. Not those guys, but other dudes like Talkman, I believe, was thrown out, um, and Wisdom was thrown out. But the thing is, the only reason I bring it up is like during when they were playing well at the beginning of the year, they were they were very aggressive on the base paths, and. We haven't seen a lot of that this year, I mean Nika walked to start the start the bottom half the first it steals steals second almost immediately like we hadn't really seen that in a while, so that that was that was encouraging the way they started the game was great, and uh they just I don't know they just couldn't add on more runs like at the you know you I can't be mad about them getting two runs off a guy like Zach Efflin who's been really good for the Rays all season, but yeah. Four for twelve with runners in scoring position. They left six guys on base. Actually, we've seen worse numbers than that, but still, like, definitely in the later innings, they had their chances and they just didn't get it done. But yeah, you know, they scored early in the game. Steele looked really good through those three innings, and I hope it's precautionary with his
0: injury. But you know, we'll talk more about that. I'm sure, but let's talk about it. Leaves the game after three scoreless innings. Of if there's anything. I want to talk to Ryan about after the game here tonight is I don't understand how he came out of the game when he came out. Yeah. If Justin Steele is shaking his left arm, trying to stretch out a tight forearm and we go to the mound and we've seen him shaking out, he's like, yeah, I was just stretching out some tightness. How do you leave him in the game? I know he got out of the inning. But then you take him out after the inning. I'm not a doctor. I didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn Express. (laughs) But I don't like forearm tightness in my star pitcher. Right. Yeah. Like, scares the hell out of me. Right. So if I walk out there and that's what he tells me, (whistles) Wesneski gets as much time as he wants. Mm Mm-hmm. You better you better pray that was just some fluke thing, but guys, it was hot out. Why would his forearm be tight? Yeah. Again, not a doctor, not a trainer, not a physical therapist. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. Don't. It is scary.
1: Like it. it is scary. Yeah. Scary. Don't
0: like it. I
1: don't really know how to feel about it other than that it it is scary and that. You know,
0: <laughs> if it's, if it's scary it's enough to take him out after three when the guy's cruising, yeah. then isn't it scary enough to take him out when he says, eh, my forearm's tight? The only way I'm okay with that is if they went out there and he was like, nah, I was just shaking my shoulder. And then he came into the dugout and was like, all right, I was shaking it because I got a tight forearm. Okay, different story. But if he said, my forearm is tight, and he pitched another inning just to see if he could pitch out of it,
1: yeah.
0: mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah, but I agree. Again, I, and I'm not Doogie Howser. I,
1: I agree with you in, in the process as well. And it, it's not the first time the Cubs have done that with guys either. This is like, how many times have we seen, were you, like, for instance, it doesn't have to do with guys that are in the game. How about, like, okay, Bellinger didn't, hasn't come off the I.L. yet. They waited three days to actually put him on the I.L. You know what I mean? They Did the same thing with Horner. They waited a few days to actually put him on the right. I.L. And it's like, I don't understand the process. You know what I mean? So, yeah, in this game, this game's different. Or this is, incident is different because it's an in-game
0: thing, but... Yeah. I mean Steele we were lucky to avoid injury with Steele when he almost ran him over with the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really hope I hope he's okay. I because didn't really
1: almost ran him over.
0: Of the That's positives for this season, Stroman, and Steele. Yeah. Nico. But Swanson awesome. Steele is right at the top of the list. Yeah. That's why I just would have been like, hey. You look good. You're cruising. Yeah. Let's just check it out. Right. Hope he's okay. Hope we find out more after the game. I- yeah. Let's see what's, what I we're saying that, in the know, chat. The good se- chat going, by the way.
1: For the sake of just having the conversation, say he has to take an IL stint. I think is going to go back in the rotation, you'd, you'd guess, right?
0: Dr. Steve would have taken him out.
1: You, you're just going to completely I, ignore what I, I said? What would you say? <laughs> I said just for the sake of talking about it, if Steele has to go on the, the injured
0: list, Wesneski takes his spot, right? Yes. Okay. 100%. Has to. Yeah. Then who's the long bullpen guy? Ben Brown. Well, Maybe. Then why not just let Brown come in and- it's fair too. Although Wesneski just showed he was good, but mentally you'd be playing yo-yo I, with the guy. I,
1: I, you know, if if Keegan Thompson had been bouncing back in Iowa, I would say he's got to come back. But he's had ups. He's 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 had a lot of downs in Iowa since he went down there. I don't know who would be that. I guess Assad would just go back into that role.
0: You yeah, like to have two guys there for that.
1: Fair, I agree. But yeah, I don't know. It's funny it's because a I just heard.
0: I think it was Jed pregame saying you know in the spring when you think man we got great pitching depth you know you always need another arm mm-hmm. we didn't know yeah. what to do with all the guys well it does definitely... Samson hurt yep Westnesky up and back up and down yep uh we don't know what's going on with Steele we don't know what's going on with Keegan Thompson yep. Killing hasn't been able to prove it smiley's been good so you <laughs> Yeah. But then Assad, after that great spring, Assad's been.
1: Yeah. He's been a lot better of late, but also, again, like you said, up
0: and down. It's a roller coaster. So, yeah. I, I, I feel, I'll tell you this I feel better about the way Kyle Hendricks has pitched two games. Were they great? No. At least he's pitching and he's not hurting. Yeah. yeah and true. he gave you a winnable effort. You know, he didn't get the win, but it was a winnable effort. Yeah. They did win, but he didn't get it. Anyways. um, Yeah, I don't really. The whole game means nothing for me if Steele's actually hurt.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all this game does for me is just remind me of all these other chances in games that the Cubs have had that they just haven't, you know, taken advantage of. They lost the game themselves. Like it just the fact of the matter. Um, I got nothing else to say for you.
0: At least we got the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, which is always spectacular. You can always count on it.
1: Yeah, those bright lights. I tell you, it's all helped thanks us to out Com-Ed. last night. Yeah. Uh, So the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future.
0: Yeah, they have this wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, HVAC, commercial kitchen equipment, industrial processes.
1: Ooh, how's it work, Luke?
0: First, you lose your voice, Cody. Then, and an <laughs> authorized engineer work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person or virtually. Last about two hours, then three to four weeks. Get this report detailing the energy efficiency projects you can work on right away. That's included in it. Estimated energy savings, cost savings, project cost, potential incentive, simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. comadcom slash PoweringBiz.
1: You, did you say comed.com slash poweringbiz, Luke?
0: I'm glad you could understand that. Yes, yeah, schedule it today. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I didn't do today?
1: Well, it's the sound of your voice. I'm assuming you didn't take your Athletic Greens.
0: I didn't take my AG1.
1: And I know Athletic Greens is mainly for, like, your gut health, but, like, I think it just over- makes your overall wellness better.
0: It does. Our next partner has a product I've been using every day. Started taking AG- AG1 because I didn't have time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. Here's what it is. One scoop of delicious AG1, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. I take it first thing in the morning. Look how deep my voice has gotten. It's like (laughs) I'm a seven-pack Marlboro right now. Um, Empty stomach. Zoom. There I go. I sent some to my buddy and he was like, what is that? You know what else happened? Memorial Day, went to the pool. All the other dads at the pool were like, who's that old Adonis? So I walked in shirt off after the AG1. (laughs) Then I stopped taking it and my voice went out again. Here's the bonus, it costs less than three bucks a day. It comes with a free one year supply of vitamin D. Right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system. Convenient daily nutrition, one scoop and a cup of water. That's it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens giving you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D. Five free travel packs with your first purchase. Visit athleticgreens.com slash Cubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Cubs. Take ownership over your health. And pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It does not cure allergies.
1: Uh, our friend Ryan Herrera sent a, he t- sent a tweet. About Justin Steele. Uh, David Ross said that he's going to get imaging done tomorrow for his forearm slash elbow. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Um, And Ross said that he didn't want to take any chances as reasoning for taking him out. And Steele characterized it as precautionary. So, I basically still feel the same. I don't feel much different. But if Steele's saying it was precautionary, I guess that's the one, like, silver lining in this but again with the way that they manage these types of things like we I didn't expect Cody Bellinger to be out as long as he has and here he is mm. you know I don't know if if Justin Steele is going to miss a handful of
0: starts I'll be surprised really if he doesn't miss bad. his next start let me put it that way
1: yeah yeah I'd be surprised if he doesn't miss his next start either should we read some of these <laughs> comments
0: from the chat Luke Hit him up, Cody. Well? Riggleman better than Ross. Robbie. I see it. <laughs> Can't go there yet. Um, why are people are talking about Rizzo? I don't know why. What's the point? Vanilla Chill wants to move Suzuki up. Why? I, I wouldn't mind it. Don't this, hate this it. Is, this, okay. You
1: want to talk, talk about really, I guess, the lineup in terms of, like, where if I were to make some serious changes. As someone who has loved Nico Horner batting first, batting leadoff, I wouldn't mind if they moved him to second and put Ian Happ at leadoff just because he's, he's clearly walking a lot this year, but he's just not showing up in these runners with scoring position opportunities. I'm not saying that it should happen. I'm just saying I wouldn't mind seeing it just to see what happens. Uh, maybe put Swanson in, in more of those three or four spots just based off how this lineup is performed. Same thing, you know, Suzuki is fine at four. You want to move him to third? Fine. Back to back. I I don't care. I don't think Obviously, any of it saves this offense. No, no, no. I mean, clearly this offense is missing Cody Bellinger. Yeah. It
0: clearly is missing Cody Bellinger. And maybe another bat. Right. Shohei.
1: Now, you know, Mervis, tough day. Mancini, we didn't get didn't have thankfully didn't have to yell about him today outside of him getting thrown out at second. Because it was molasses. Unfortunate. Which turned out to loom large, honestly, because they could have added on another run and they weren't able to just because he made it Made it was a bad baseballs. hop off the wall, but... Yeah. um, It's the bottom of the lineup, really, that you just don't mm-hmm. know what you're going to get more often than not. And so, like... That... I, I, if you really wanted to, like, change... Like, significantly change it in a way, I, I guess I wouldn't mind seeing Hap, it, you know, batting first or second. Just because gives you really good at bats and he does get on base but he's just not showing up with runners in scoring position right now so to have no. him batting third or fourth in your lineup it's it's hurting the Cubs right now you know what I mean so that that would be that would be what I would do but I don't think they're going to actually do that because I honestly like oh. As bad as the offense has been in the series, you know, they still went two or three, but the offense was not good in the series at all. Um, It's not like Ian Happ has been horrifically bad. It's just in these certain situations he has not
0: shown up. What do you do with Mervis?
1: I still think you got to run him out there against righties specifically. You just have to. I mean – I mean, okay, I know our pal Gary in the chat, Jake Slaughter, I'm pretty sure he can play a little first. I know he's mainly playing third, but, like, there's who, who, is, in, who is in Iowa that is going to make a drastic change, right? Like, I, I don't know. I think you got to continue to get Mervis the at-bats. Just now, you want to pinch hit him against lefties? That's fine. He has not looked good against lefties, but I, I don't know. He's had good at bats he's had bad at bats he's striking out way too much um yeah, I mean we're seeing we're seeing what you know how much major league baseball is different compared to triple a yes, that's
0: for sure, multiple times so uh yeah. but I know Gary's out there and he wants him some slaughter,
1: yeah but this, the like I'm not even like out on Mervis, and the only thing that I, I I'm saying this about Mervis is that they need they need him to get the at bats. They need him to show if he can adjust to major league pitching. They need they need him to do that. And so, am I glad? Am I am I am I am I upset that Hosmer's gone? No, I'm absolutely not upset that Hosmer's gone. Mervis needed to be on this roster because they needed. They need to find out who their, their future first baseman is. That's just the, the fact that matter. Mancini's going through a tough stretch. Hopefully the hit today helps him. You know, they, they need him to be better. But, the, you know, the hit today hopefully is a good sign for him moving forward.
0: I agree Mervis has to stay up and get the at-bats. Yeah. Unless it gets so dark and disappointing that you think it's not worth it. Yeah. Right. Like he's not benefiting from it. Right. Um, we're not there yet. No. We're not there yet.
1: I don't know when you can say that you're there yet. I really don't. But I'm at a point where, if in a month, I'd rather watch him. If in three minutes. weeks,
0: he's still sitting where he is with home runs and mm-hmm. all of it. Maybe.
1: Maybe. It really will depend on, like, what the results are. Is he hitting the ball hard? Yeah. And I feel like more often than not, he is hitting the ball hard. But he is hitting the ball on the ground a lot, too. He's not getting the ball up. See, He's striking out, hitting the ball on the ground more than he should for the type of player that he is. Just got to start hitting line drives, man. That's that's what the, That's what he needs to do.
0: Yeah, I mean I haven't lost faith. I mean everybody, no, no, no. everybody in the chat is talking about Rizzo. Rizzo's a perfect example of a guy who went up to Padres, got sent down had his ups and downs and then figured it out. Right. Um
1: I don't think it's it, it's, it's I also not, think
0: it's not fair necessarily to to compare Mervis to Rizzo just because they're lefties, just since they're both big guys and they play first base. Like right. it's natural we're gonna do it. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're the same player. Well,
1: Rizzo was obviously a much highly touted player. He was so much more highly touted than Matt Mervis was. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever he got the call up, and we sat here, like I remember saying something along the lines of like the hype or like the excitement. Yeah. The last time I felt that kind of excitement was when Bryant made his debut. But
0: their that, time in Iowa was similar, though.
1: Yeah, but like that doesn't mean that I think that Mervis has like that ceiling that Anthony Rizzo had. So. Everyone talking about Rizzo in the in the chat, like, I get it. If you want to talk about Rizzo, the only thing that I'll say about Rizzo is that right now he's the only one that seems like the Cubs are really missing. You know what I mean? Like, I know he got hurt the other day, whatever, but, like, he's having a great season. And even though he had a low batting average last season, he still had the power. Maybe that ballpark he's playing in now is probably helping him out a lot, but he's still a productive player. And he's and he he gives you Gold Glove first base defense. Like, I, I don't blame him. Now, do I? Am I high on Kevin Alcantara? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm excited for him, but I don't know, man. Like, he's the Rizzo is the only one that I feel like you can sit here right now and say that that's not looking too great. So, I don't know. I I, I hope I hope the Cubs can find their first baseman. That's that's just what they do. Or else they're just it's just going to look really bad for a very long time. And honestly, the Cubs have never really had problems trying to find a first baseman. Because it went, like, right before Rizzo, it was Derek Lee, basically. Outside of, like, a few years of that tanking, mm-hmm. those tanking years. But, like, <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? Like They never tanked. <laughs> when you okay. lose 101 games, you're tanking. Uh, I like, we said last night, I like what Talkman's done. As far as roster spots. I think he's earned they said his spot. In the, they said in the game... How can you evaluate Rios, 25 at-bats? Yeah.
1: Uh, Got hit by a pitch today. Got on base.
0: Man, I wish you'd have leaned into it. <laughs> Give me more bats. Yeah. Uh, do you want to see him get more? I w- just to see what they have?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my thing with Rios is that they, they just – I don't know what to think when – Listen. If you're not getting consistent at-bats everyday playing time at the Major League level, you're going to get inconsistency from players. That is the only thing that I will give certain players like – like I'll give a break to certain players like Nick Madrigal or –
0: Who, again, homered last night.
1: (laughs) Or, uh, you know, some of these like other bench guys that they they have had. Like they're not getting consistent player appearances. They're not – they're not playing one position, all this and that. But they're they're all fringe like major leaguers anyway. They're not like they're not the they're not major difference makers, and it's it's factual at this point. I I'm sorry. I I thought I, I think Nick Madrigal has been given plenty of chances to to take a role on this team <clears> and he hasn't done it. That's why he's at Iowa. That's it. They could have used him in this game today just because the guy has great bat to ball skills and he probably would have put the ball in play. Say something nice about Nick Madrigal. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but someone like Rios, the the only upside that gives him is like he's got in unreal power, and we've seen it, you know. So I wouldn't mind if they give him a few runs at DH, you know. I you know I wish they they pinch it morell today. I wish they would have found a way to keep him in the game. Maybe maybe the end of the game goes differently because he would have he got pinch hit at the the bottom of the order, he would have got another chance if he stayed in the game. I didn't mind that he didn't start the game, just because I don't think he matched up matched up well against uh, Eflin. That said, he d- he is someone I think has to play every day.
0: Are they seven under now?
1: They are seven under. Yeah, twenty four and thirty one. <clears throat>
0: Man, so. It's a long way back to make this team not tradable. I I know what you're saying about the division thing. I'm just saying,
1: <laughs> you're
0: all you're you're
1: right. Like I,
0: they got a lot. They got a lot I of just, winning to do if they're going to not trade off. Right.
1: I I still just think though, if you are going to sell at the deadline, you can't just sell everyone though. I know. I don't think selling Stroman is the bright, the right move. I don't think. I don't even think selling <laughs> Bellinger is the right move not if you plan like not if you really want to be competing in 2024 which they should they should be competing in 2024 like legitimately competing in 2024 if if ever, if this quote unquote rebuild is, is going the way that, that Jed said it would go they should legitimately be competing for the division for like for a like a top 4 like playoff spot in the National League next year you know what I mean? The yeah. way that they envisioned the quote-unquote rebuild, they should – like it, it shouldn't be this like, oh, if this and this and this happened, oh, maybe they could get in. It should be, oh, we got these guys, these guys, these guys, these guys. That's why we're going to win the division next year, and that's why we are – hope we are planning to be in the NLCS next year. Not, if, that, if they sell off all these pieces in, on August 2nd or whatever the day is, you could throw that out
0: the window frank they're only four and a half out it's not over <laughs> i know but the garbage division is the only reason we're having the conversation you're right that's it it is it is and i know that's the hand they've been dealt <laughs> mm-hmm. but phew, i don't know it's been an ugly uh month
1: yeah this on um, this month needs to end thank god it ends what it ends tomorrow Today, today,
0: last day, isn't it? Yeah,
1: today's the thirty-first, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Amen to that. Goodbye, May. I
1: don't uh, know. I you want you want some <coughs> some positivity going on to going into this road oh, trip. Please, they they just won two out of three against the Rays, and I know today sucked, but they took two out of three against the Rays. That that has to boost some sort of momentum into this road trip. They won two out of three against the Rays. That's kind of showing that hey, we can play with anyone, right? Last year's team, there's no way that any of the that, that team was beating a team like the Rays. Last year's team went in the went to New York and got pounded by the Yankees. And and other teams like like this year's Rays team. You know what I mean? Outside of that one series where they won two out of three against the Braves, which made no sense. But that's baseball.
0: Halfway through the third game of this series, they were beating the Rays by a combined score of five to one. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they had them. they they found a way to
1: uh they found a way to win some one run ball games, and that was something that they haven't been doing so
0: Jack, I only know, in man. Chicago do we act like the world is falling after winning a series against the best team in baseball. Well no, I actually did that on the heels of a sweep to the reds <laughs> that's that's when the world was collapsing yeah. And then the the Rays, I, couple wins against the Rays, reeled you back in a little bit. Yeah,
1: I understand it's a roller coaster, and I understand that there's 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 reason for hope, but we both know the Cubs should have a better record with, than this, and I think that's probably what everyone's frustration is. That's certainly my frustration. They should have a better record than this with the the play that they've had. You're telling me that. Dansby Swanson has been are honestly better than what we expected. Honestly, like offensively wise, I would I think you could say he's been better than what we expected, especially with the the ability to get on base. Nico Horners played like an all-star second baseman this year. No there's no there's no questioning that. You've got Ian Happ extended on top of Horner and Ian Happ despite his struggles with runners in scoring position, has put up really good numbers. Cody Bellinger, who people thought was cooked before he got hurt, has been, was, was great, uh, not only defensively but offensively. Justin Steele has put himself in the National League Cy Young race. Marcus Stroman has also put himself somewhere near that conversation. Drew Smiley has been better than anyone
0: could have imagined. Like they, Individual storylines have been good. They, it's not just like one or two players, though. Two stuff. things There's, have sucked down the team. The bullpen, at least in the – especially the last few the weeks. The worst bullpen ERA in the yeah. National League. Shocking. The last Shocking. Month. yeah. Yeah. This season, their ERA in the bullpen is the worst in the National League. In baseball, only the A's, the Royals, and the White Sox have a worst bullpen ERA. hmm That's one. Wild. Number two is runners in scoring position. Yes. Those are the two
1: things. So – I'm not again. I'm not making excuses. I'm saying that from when you look at the numbers for a lot of the players on this team, and you look at the pitching and how how it's kept the Cubs in a lot of games and has won them games, there's, they should be better than seven under five hundred. Man, they should be better than that. So I, that's what's frustrating about this team is like they're just underachieving. Truly, they're underachieving. They should be better than this. And anyone who thinks that what their record is right now is what they're what they are, I don't believe that you've watched every game. Then, Joey's taking
0: receipts. I got a lot. I got in a lot of trouble last time I did that. So. My, my my receipts looked better when they were playing well. Those people that uh, after I think the fourth game of the season, were making some bold declarations. I mean, they had reason to be upset and concerned and. Yeah, I don't – Cody's right. They they could have been um, – you know, and I think they should have won a lot more games. Up, Not a lot, but considerable amount of games up at this point. But then you just think about how bad it could have been if they didn't get off to that good start. Yeah. yeah. They, they could have just they really – Real bad. Like Frank sh- agrees with me, by the way. They should at least be a 500
1: team. They should be right at 500. Or Which would maybe put them
0: when- like a game out of first. Right. They should <laughs> –
1: at 500 or a game or two, fi- under 500 at at least, with the performances that they've got out of starting pitching and the offense, and hell, their bullpen hasn't been this bad the entire year. Their bullpen helped definitely helped them, especially during that, you know, when they started 14 and 10 or whatever it was. So yeah, I don't, you're right though. This month, the the big thing that's hurt them the most is the bullpen and. Hitting with runners and scoring position. has been. Those are the two things that have really hurt the team this, this month. I just saw a huge thumbs down
0: coming across the screen. One jerk store out there gave me a thumbs down. Oh, well, what I you going to do? I always
1: just think they're giving me the thumbs down.
0: Nah, it's probably me. You sure? Yeah, it's probably you know, a the family chat, member. Everyone
1: agrees with you. It could people, be a family the member. People, the people who thumbs down, definitely me. They don't like me. <laughs> like it's, they like you.
0: Actually, it's probably for Joey.
1: People are like, oh, that guy who used to do beer money? I'll hit the like for him. No, There's this other guy wearing a stupid hat. Maybe it's because they
0: lost on beer money and they're like, (laughs) he cost me cash. I had the right answer. Uh, Fubo TV, 140-plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news stream live TV from any device. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price and start watching right away with the seven-day free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Sign up and start watching. 1,000 hours of cloud DVR, no extra charge. Watch your local teams while traveling. You got the French Open going on. Uh, watch the Cubs on Marquee with Fubo. Use the link in the description. Sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Uh, also want to tell you about our friends at Foco, Cody. Uh, you've noticed. Beautiful the guy who said
1: today, he's right here on the corner.
0: He shoved for three Neske's two-thirds. back, his bobblehead's back. Clark the Cub is proud and tall. Yep. Cubs fans get fitted out with the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. It's baseball season. That means Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need. Love the set decorations. Foco.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10%. Off. Um, I gotta get. I gotta get the. Uh, what do they call it? The cheeseburger sleeve. Italian oh, beef sleeve. The,
1: the beef sleeve.
0: Yeah, yeah. I haven't golfed this year, but when I do, I want to have that beef sleeve with me. From Pens and Aces. Yeah, yeah.
1: I haven't golfed this year either. I also just don't golf. I just like to wear golf apparel.
0: Robbie says I sound like the guy that said "83 Clark" <laughs> from Displanes. <laughs>
1: Uh, Bears fan man says he agrees with me. Not many people do, so I appreciate you.
0: Um, Bears fan says, remember when Cody was saying one run losses were going to hurt us later in the season, and Luke was like, it'll be okay.
1: (laughs) There was a lot of it'll be okays from you and Ryan in April whenever the Cubs were, uh, you know, trotting out Eric Hosmer every other game and... uh playing Hosmer is not going to cost this team.
0: If they it can't did, fix the it, bullpen,
1: that's going to cost the team. Okay, well, back, back then when the bullpen was actually decent and the offense started to sputter a little bit because David Ross was putting Eric Hosmer fifth in the lineup, yeah, he was costing them games. I will argue that. He did, he did cost them a handful of games at least.
0: Games like today and Saturday suck the life out of a ball club yeah they did they did win this series against the rays but saturday against the reds did a lot of good things couldn't pull through today you had to lead twice you had two good pitching performances and you just couldn't do it uh (laughs) ryan herrera joins us
1: speaking of ryan there Speaking of Ryan Herrera. Herrera,
0: are you there? Wait, we're getting him. I heard the noise.
1: Speaking of Ryan Herrera, Nathan says, "Remember when Ryan was hard defending Hosmer? LOL." That's Means funny. there's a lot
0: of slander coming your way right now, Ryan. <laughs> me, you, we're all being attacked. You, me, Rossi. Okay.
1: I'm getting attacked too. We're all getting attacked today.
0: I can't find, I can't find the shirt that Ryan's wearing. What the skyline one? Yeah, it's my favorite CHGO. I don't know where it is. It's disappeared. The hell stuck it's like the the laundry uh, gremlins took it or something can't find it I just need to buy a new one can't find it Ryan please tell me that the Cubs think there's nothing wrong with Justin Steele
2: yeah I mean they they characterize it as precautionary hmm. um you know Ross said that um, as Steele went out for the third inning um he got some word that uh, he had a little bit of throbbing in that area. Steel, um, apparently, Justin didn't feel it while he was throwing. It was more so like cooling down or or walking around the mound, which is a little interesting, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but you know, I'm no um, I'm no forearmologist, but uh, I mean, it just seems a little different. Uh, but he said that you know the radar was up. Talked to the trainers; they felt comfortable letting him go out. Um, they saw him kind of uh, was it like like. Pumping the hand, stretching the forearm a little bit, um, you know, during that third inning. So that's when they went out for the mound visit. I um, didn't even talking to him then. Uh, you know, obviously in conjunction with the trainer, again felt comfortable letting him go out and finish that inning. But then, as you know, as he just kind of watched him uh, pitch a little bit more, uh, he just kind of got. He said he got uh, the more nervous he got, uh, just the more he watched Justin pitch. Um, I I think it was more of just like seeing him kind of flexing with the forearm and stuff. Um, So after that, I guess when he went, went ahead and and pulled him out again, he said precautionary Um, steel also characterized it as precautionary. So um, running with what we've been given uh, for now, and uh, they're going to get imaging done tomorrow Um, and yeah, see what happens. We got the off day tomorrow. So see what happens. I guess when, you know,
0: they're in San Diego. Ryan, did I hear this wrong? Before they – the term they gave us was left forearm stiffness. But you're saying they actually used tightness. the word throbbing at one point? The word throbbing um, was used by uh, somebody. I
2: mean, Ross said a little bit of throbbing. No, the, what we got was left forearm tightness, I want to say, was what it was. Um, the Cubs
0: put it out. They said left forearm tightness.
2: Yeah. You said, but yes, I don't... you said stiffness, are that no, I, it's uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, that's what Ross's quote was. This is when, when he got back out there in the third, I got word that he had a little bit of throbbing in the elbow. I don't know what that means again. Um, yeah. I don't know what that means. And again, he said and Justin both said that it wasn't even when he was in the act of throwing um, that he didn't really feel it. So I, I don't know. It's, the, the char- characterization of it feels a little bit of weird, but they're going to get imaging done tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I guess you hang your hat on that Wesneski looked good. You hope the best for Steele. I mean, you hope the MRI shows nothing, you know. At worst, you hope it shows a, a tiny little strain and he misses a little time, but... yeah what wenesky what about the decision to pull what did did he say it was just basically numbers or was that not addressed after the game well, he taking said, out yeah, Wenesky for lighter
2: yeah he said it was you know uh I think what he said specifically is that he loves lighter and against lefties right which i i get i understand the you know Hayden's been rolling he's he's dealing whatever I understand the argument but the right move there is to put in Mark Latter jr. He's your best reliever against he's one of your best relievers in general, but your best reliever against lefties. Hayden was at what, 60 pitches, three and two thirds, just walked a guy. He, I mean, he had a good day today, but before today, like look at his splits against lefties and they weren't very good. Like the move, the the right move, whether you, you know, know, if you want to say pre before the results actually happen, right? Like maybe, you you leave Hayden in and he gets the job right. We don't know that Mark Leiter Jr. Like if you want to go yeah based on the numbers or based on who's likely to get out of that inning, the right move is Mark Leiter Jr. Against the lefty didn't work out obviously, but um, it's I mean it's one of those things where you're I guess you're second guessing him versus like looking at the, the thought process and I think I thought the thought process was sound. I thought that was the spot you put in Mark Leiter because he's your best reliever against lefties at this point in time and. Yeah, just didn't work out. But that I mean, that's what he addresses. Like he, Ross said that you know he likes Mark Leiter Jr. in those spots, but he had been really successful in those spots. Which you can't really argue against. It. Like for the majority of the season, I think for the most part, um, Leiters have the best numbers against lefties out of that bullpen. It just yeah, just didn't work out today.
0: Well, if you go the flip, if you go the flip side, because we were feeling that before he gave up the home run, I was like. I don't know, he was rolling, but I know what you're saying like the numbers overwhelmingly say Wesneski not good against lefties, lighter, great against lefties, do it. He's at a higher pitch count, he's just come at, all of those things say take him out. It's one of those manager decisions where it's like if he had a gut feel, do you go gut feel or do you go what the numbers are telling you? In this case, maybe it was maybe he didn't even have the gut feel for it, but Again, I don't think that determined the game. Right. Because they had more opportunities with runners in scoring position and ultimately strikeout, strikeout, strikeout in the eighth and another strikeout in the ninth. It's like the Rays were trying to give it back to them and they just couldn't get the hit. I don't know how you solve that. Honestly, I don't. I, I don't know how you fix clutch hitting.
2: It's, I mean, it's. I've never a, known I, how you fix it. If it was like an easy answer, I'm sure like David David Ross would have would have implemented it, right? If there was some easy solution, he would have if yeah. there was something he could throw in their water bottles and and make them better, you know, make the clutch hitting better. He would have done it, but I, yeah, it's very tough solution. But again, as we we talked about all you know preseason and even you know, I guess the first few weeks was kind of we, we thought. We had we, we thought we were wrong those first few weeks, but we knew coming into the season, like this, the, the, the success of this team was going to be built on the pitching and the defense. And I mean, you saw it again, I mean, they, they took two or three against the Rays, the best team in baseball, on the backs of their pitching, right? Like, even today, and almost won it. I mean, I know the, the bullpen gave up a couple of runs there in the end again, but I mean, Steele was perfect through three. Hayden had a really good outing, like, the pitching nearly got it done again, nearly got them the sweep. It's hard to hit, but yeah, it's, it's been kind of showing the last few weeks, maybe even like a month now where the, the, you know, the, the two hours or the runnings and scoring position, whatever that situation is, like they just haven't had the success in that. And I mean, you could tell, you could tell that based on their, their record in like one run games, right? I think they're four and 11, something like that now. So they just haven't gotten the job done.
0: Any other uh, quick nuggets before we hit the off day?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Bellinger started to pick up a few more, uh, things. I don't remember exactly what the, um, the update was today. Let me find it real quick. Um, but there's no real. Like timeline, I guess on, on him. I think one of the main things is again, this is what we talked about a few days ago, like making sure all of the, the pain or, or whatever is out of that left knee. Um, uh, I think maybe like an early June, maybe early June, maybe a good ex- estimate. Um, but he's you know still continuing drill work in the cage. He's, he started throwing, um, you know, getting workout workouts in behind the scenes. Um, had not started running, um, but you know, obviously they, they hope that that kind of begins in the next couple of days and they can get him back here soon. But again, like we talked about yesterday uh, with Jared, that Mike Talkman has done a pretty good job in his in his place and maybe maybe has earned maybe that 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 look as a uh, fourth outfielder.
0: Yeah. Uh quickly, who you got? Saya Swanson, Talkman, Wisdom, Master Boney. <clears throat> my guy's the only guy with two hits.
1: Yeah, my guy my guy hit two two balls well over hundred miles per hour today, unfortunately, right into gloves. Uh
0: let me see here. Anybody?
1: Yeah, I mean wisdom. Talkman had was an RBI. Yeah, Talkman had a good day.
0: <clears throat> Talkman had an RBI. My guy had two hits. Luke Talkman had, had a hit. Luke had Saya, and Corey had Talkman. Talkman had a walk, an RBI, and a hit. It's Talkman or Saya?
2: I think it's, I mean, you probably just get to say, right? Looks like it's probably him.
0: Say had a double, too, right? Saya's was yeah, a
2: double. A, yeah. a double in the seventh, yeah. I'd give it Hi, to Luke. say. I'll give Take it, it to What it a great to... way to
0: head into the off day. <laughs> Losing to the Rays, be damned. I won who you got. Can I, have, can I have, make one more comment related <clears throat> to the game? Yeah.
1: All right. So, I was just looking at the box score. And the Rays brought in Beaks, left-handed pitcher. And when they brought him in, he faced, I believe, Master Boney and Jan Gomes. Because they, uh, they pinch hit Barnhart for Gomes, I believe. I think Gomes for right. Barnhart. Or yeah, yeah, Gomes for yeah. Barnhart. Whatever. Yeah. They the Cubs on the bench right now. They have like they have Rios and Masurboni, like guys you can count Barnhart because he's not playing every day. But they're never going to use him to pinch it. So they got they got a handful of lefties on the bench, and like I don't know how. You do it, but God, I think you gotta bring magical back back in some Whoa. some fashion. I guess
0: we've come full circle. He's hitting home yeah, runs. Things, I things
1: I, I hate changing. it. I hate the idea <laughs> of it. I don't even necessarily agree things with what changing. I'm saying, but I did say earlier, and credit to me, big of me to actually say this. <laughs> that if magical probably was batting, especially in Master Boney's spot that time, they probably are able to get a run in because he's his bat to ball oh, skills. His bat to ball oh, skills man. are elite. That's the hey. one thing the guy has is he puts the ball in play. They're always ground balls to second base, but he but he puts the ball in play. It's man of integrity. Man of integrity. Don't he say don't say that he I'm just okay. some flip flopping <laughs> some flip flopping cuck on the internet. All right, he has changed
2: the, his opinion. The <laughs>
1: I that's this it's the one thing the guy is good at is situational hitting. Cause all he does is put the ball in play. And when you got guys on third base with less than two outs and you can't get runners in, he he is the one guy that they probably could have got a run in to tie the game. So but I don't know who you send down. Cause I think Master has been fine in in the role that Madrigals that, that is Madrigals. He walked today, got a stolen base. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joey. Joey's ready for me to end the show. No, okay, like, I do am I don't know shows, who so. you send down, man. So we can talk like about it tomorrow. We can talk about the, <clears throat> the bench, whatever, tomorrow. I don't, I don't know. All I know is that they got to get better in situational hitting, and he is the one guy they have that I actually feel good with if they have less than two outs and have a runner on third base. So that's said, big of me. Credit to me. What
0: this ball eating? game's over. Oh. Four to three. Oh. Comeback win for the Rays. They do take two out of three. Now they take an off day for the head to San Diego. Thanks to everybody in the chat. We had a good one again today. Uh, appreciate all your comments. Thanks for checking out CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings until tomorrow's off day podcast. 120, Corey Friedman, also involved. Until then, fly the W.